So welcome everyone to another One Shot Hot Shots D&D. We've got a special session for you tonight in that um, the adventure I had planned on uh, Monday uh, to play today, today's Wednesday, um, is super complicated and I'm exhausted. Basically, it's been a crazy week, um, you know, kind of bummed out about all the world events. So I just talked to the crew and uh, partly because they don't have their barbarian tonight and this was going to be pretty epic fight um, and partly just because you know it doesn't doesn't seem like the right thing to do for me right now we're gonna play a fully random set of adventures tonight we're just we're gonna go with some overland travel we might come to a town but it's all gonna be role based um, roll as in dice uh, and it's all gonna be based on the spontaneous dungeon masters companion fundamentally which is this table of uh, various um, random tables basically that you can use to create an adventure like this i have no idea how it's going to go i my, the players know absolutely you know as much as i do at this point uh, but we're going to dive into it uh, after we introduce the characters and see what happens come along for the ride the one shot hot shots are a fearless band of adventures destined to play out a new story each week on human cleric of the grave domain we have Marshall Vigor, played by Mario Nahara. I say, is there anyone here? <laughs> yeah, I feel well done. On Half-Elf Bard, with a touch of Warlock, we have Randy Serup playing Gideon Kingsley. So uh, let us hit the dance floor. Positions? Oh, by the way, uh, we are being followed. You guys are doing wonderful. And on Half-Orc Barbarian of the Berserker Path, we have Cameron Britton playing Erky. Nobody bites my drinking buddy. I love killing creatures, but making them run in fear feels pretty good too. Join us weekly for their self-contained adventures. And now, on with the show. Okay, we're back. Shall we play some D&D? Absolutely. Yes, Let's do this. Okay. So you find yourselves uh, in the Desiree Hills where we last left off uh, with Sir Calith, the uh, Dwarven Knight, who has been charged to bring this magical treaty between Waterdeep and Mirabar up to Mirabar. Uh, you have finally uh, exorcised him of the ghosts of the, of the past, um, and he is resolved to now take this important artifact up north. And you guys decide to come along for the ride. You're keen to you're keen to support him as escorts, and it sounds like an adventure. So you are making your way uh, up the long road, the famous long road. Um, start first, though. You need to get out of the hills. Um, and head up toward Tribor, the crossroads. And we'll get you onto the long road to Tribor. So let's start with the weather. Um, another great uh, tool I like to use is the Waterdeep City Encounters weather tables. In fact, I love everything about this about this book. So, um, Randy, give me a give me a D twenty. Yes. We're looking at um, we're looking at sort of springtime here, so it's unlikely to be too inclement. Mm -hmm. Got a nine. Nine. Yeah. Uh, nine. So there's some light rain going on. Um, just a, a little bit of a, a steady precipitation. 
Um, so open flames may flicker a little bit, and uh, wisdom perception checks based on sight uh, are at disadvantage. It's raining in the hills. There's the lovely smell of the grass as it uh, is taking in the moisture. And uh, Mario, good. Give me a give me a d20. I think you uh, missed the most uh, detrimental aspect of light rain. Uh, it's going to mess up Gideon's hair a little Absolutely. bit. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm already on it. No, he's got a rope and he certainly has it uh, over the, the, the hood up. Yeah, it's a hood up kind of day. Everybody, yeah, it's definitely those kind of days. That's your uh, seven. Has his, has his visor down on his full uh, helmet. All right. Um, great. So you pass the day uh, on your way to Tribor. It's going to take the better part of the day. Um, and what's one thing that uh, Gideon notices, uh, does or notices during the day as you're making your way through these lovely rolling green hills? Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, yeah, Gideon has his, has his, ho- his, his hood up, uh, certainly just, uh, uh, he's not really keen to be, about being out in the rain. Um, but, uh, I mean, he is a very observant guy, so I think uh, next to the, the sound of rain, there's another sound that catches his attention. Um, it's uh, it's not a sound of an animal. It's uh, yeah, but some yeah something something from the from the from the trees or something catches his attention. Perhaps it's music. Uh, it's some 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 kind of civilized <laughs> sound, not not from an animal. Maybe there's like a a cadence a sound. to the sound. Yeah, it has a rhythm or. Yeah. The music kind of wafts over the valley uh, as you uh, dip down into a dale, um, and um, yeah, because I love that. Marshall, give me a give me a D twenty. Ooh, twenty. Twenty. All right, um, and as you uh, come down into the valley, this music kind of fills your fills your hearts and your spirits and your step becomes lighter literally you find that on the far side of this valley the hill as you approach it is a zone of decreased gravity and you are able to to uh, move not only very swiftly but you're you almost sort of bounce off the ground as you are sort of bobbing along up this hill what is going on here? Is is uh is the rain acting weird in this bubble? Too? It is, in fact. Yeah, it's it's descending very very slowly on wow. this hill, um, and when it hits, it doesn't splash at all. We were not on horses, were we? Mm, I don't think so. <laughs> no, think no, we were, not, we in, no not in this one. No, no. <laughs> well, Marshall's gonna just kind of like look around and see his hands kind of moving around the rain acting all weird off his hands. This is astounding. What, what is, what is going on here? Gideon, is this your doing? I didn't do anything, but it is very curious indeed. Perhaps there's uh, magic in this place. Like the, like the, perhaps the veil is, is thin here. There's oh. magic in the air. Certainly. I've heard of, of ley lines causing weird things in, in areas. Maybe there's some, some, maybe you're right. Maybe there is some magic nearby. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe it's worth checking out. Mm-hmm. Well, we do have this very uh, important treaty that we're supposed to be escorting, but uh, I can't see no harm in that, as long as it's on the way. 
would say you, Master Dwarf, you have a, a few moments to investigate this. This information might be helpful to someone down the line. I well, as long as we're into Yartar by evening, I'm okay with it. Do we, uh, do we, is, does only Gideon hear the music or does the rest of us hear music? Gideon? Cheers. I think you all hear it, don't you, as, uh, as you approach the zone mm -hmm. of low gravity. It's coming, uh, it's coming from the, from the north, which more or less happens to be uh, where you're headed. You're headed sort of north and west to get onto the mm -hmm. long, the long road. Um, this is sort of, Due north, up up the valley, somewhere up in those rolling green hills that are misted in light rain. Perhaps we should head towards the music, staying within this area, to maybe kind of get an idea of how, how large it is. Mm -hmm. Yes, it just proceeds. And um, can, can Gideon like listen to the music? Um, like, more specifically, what kind of music would it be? Um, yeah, definitely. So, um, <laughs> Do I we think, have a table for that? What kind of instruments? Yeah, okay. <laughs> we, got a, we got a table for everything. <laughs> we got the table in the sky. Table between been between my ears. Um, yes, go ahead and give me, I'm just trying to think what kind of check that would be. Probably, um, in this case, I think it would be definitely an intelligence thing. Um, tell you what intelligence and you can add your your proficiency bonus for performance um, that's so nice sense. of you makes sense yeah. that you would so hear a lot intelligence of intelligence performance check perhaps the weirdest check mm -hmm. ever invented in all of D&D mm -hmm. well I got uh, no modifier on my intelligence but I have a lot on performance so that is going to be a uh, 27 27 <laughs> not a problem okay um, so this music, um, go ahead and uh, give me a give me a D twenty there, Marshall. I think maybe intelligence performance if you're on the debate team. <laughs> Twelve. Twelve. Okay. Um, do, 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 do. Marshall can't. Sorry, help, I apologize. Like, kinda... Give me a D one hundred. In fact, oh, give me D one hundred for D and D races. Yes. Marshall's gonna kind of stop himself when he catches himself, kind of skipping a little bit through this. Yes, yes, it's definitely forward. a light That's and lilting tune. Mm -hmm. uh, Seventy. Seventy. Yes, the music is gnomish. In origin, this is the music of a gnome uh, as it goes lilting down the valley. It is has the intricacy um, of a of an of gnomish music, a very kind of intelligent baroque kind of tune. Okay, and you set off to investigate. Um, give me um, you can give me uh, perception checks, wisdom perception checks at disadvantage to see what you see and when the two of you. By the way, what's your marching order? Um, I'll go ahead without Erky. I don't mind standing in the front. All right. Uh, I kind of, I kind of, Marshall kind of feels he wants to. I mean, the guy's wearing full plate, but he knows that he's important to get to where we're going. So, kind of like little VIP him a little bit, I guess. All right. So, yeah. So, Sir Kaleth in the middle, and Gideon. Yeah. I'm assuming is going to lead from the rear. 
I was actually going to say, perhaps we'll switch it up this time and just say he's in the middle so that he can, yeah, we just walk on the road so he can have a conversation with both if he wants to. He's just oh, okay. uh, chatting okay, as, as we go. Sure, Kayleth will guard the rear in case mm-hmm. anyone's coming up behind you. Uh, disadvantage roll is 16 plus one. 17. 17. Better than me. I got a nine. 17 and a nine. Okay. Uh, so, Marshall, you're out front. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And you're the the first to notice uh, through through the rain. Give me a d20. I think Gideon is hood, hood basically falls in front of his face. He, he, the, the rain is getting in his face. So. <laughs> That's right. Just, his, his bangs are starting to cover. Starting to <laughs> right. You don't. You need guttering on the on the hood there to kind of drain it away. And unfortunately, just getting all down your face. Uh, Marshall got a nine. Nine. Mascara is starting to run, I think, as well. <laughs> yeah. Right. You guy like <laughs> All right. Um, and as you approach, you notice sort of multicolored lights, blue and greens and purples, sort of dancing mm-hmm. off the rain in the in the far distance, uh, on top of a hill, um, a couple hundred hundred feet out. Um, these sort of Lights beginning beginning to glow in the air. And as you approach and as you get closer. How peculiar. <laughs> it's quite beautiful. It is quite beautiful. Give me a give me a D twenty there, Randy. Four. Four. Okay. Um, and as you uh, make your way to the base of the hill. Uh, at the top of the hill, uh, you see a stone. Uh, looks like a, a, a sepulchre or a, a um, sarcophagus. A hmm. great um, stone kind of uh, structure. Um, and standing atop it, dancing and playing a simple wooden pipe, is a gnome. A gnome who seems to be issuing forth not only this music, but seems to be illuminating the sky with this light. Well, that's something you don't see every day. (laughs) (laughs) And coming from us, that says a lot. (laughs) True. The gnome Mm. is bald completely, and the rain is just uh, flowing freely. About how far away are we from? You're the base of the hill. Uh, the hill goes up another about 60 feet um, and then uh, crests. And where it crests is this kind of this kind of tomb upon which the gnome is dancing. Um, are you trying to, uh, trying to see, do you want to go up there? Hide or? your presence from the creature or... I don't think so. I mean, it's a gnome <laughs> with the flute. I don't. I do, I wouldn't perceive that too much of a threat, even if it is doing some magic. You know, mm-hmm. I, I respect. I respect the. I respect the city's autonomy when it comes to the magic abuse. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's out here playing his music. I don't think he would mind an audience, um, no. but I do not wish to, wish to, wish to disturb him either. Let's just uh, approach. Uh, Cautiously. Yeah, cautiously, and, well, and as non-threatening as we can. Yeah, great. Yes, and as you 
gradually set foot at the base of the hill, you notice this too is an anti-gravity or low-gravity region. Uh, the rain is moving more gently here. Um, seems to be very gently almost washing off the bald head of the gnome. Um, and your footsteps, you're almost sort of bouncing, bounding up the hill at this point. And the higher you get up the hill, uh, the more uh, light you feel and become until it's almost kind of an effort now to stay on the ground as though you might, in fact, float away. And Mario, uh, give me D20. Thirteen. Thirteen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, as you make your way up the hill, the gnome uh, sort of concludes the tune. He sort of brings it around to an ending and uh, takes the pipe out of its mouth and sort of wets his mouth a little bit and looks down at you and he says, well, well, on your way up the hill, huh? On the way on foot, huh? Well, as I always say, once a peasant, always a peasant. Come approach, come approach. <laughs> All right, Marshall, Marshall's delighted at this. Uh, and he'll, Marshall start clapping. That was quite a song, sir. Quite a song. Bravo. Lovely, lovely. Thanks. Thanks. It gets them every time. What brings you to these hills? We are merely traveling through, and we are on our way to uh, see our charge here delivered to a town called Mirabar. However, along the path, we heard some intensing music, and lo and behold, here you are giving a concert for the rain. Just paying my respects, really. I see that. Well, uh, I, excuse my my manners. My name is Marshall Vigor. This is our good friend Sir Caleth, and this is the very wet Gideon Kingsley. You may know me as Gideon the Gilded. Gilius. I might, but I don't. I'm Nissa Fenhope. Nissa Fenhope the Boutist. Say that again. Nissa. N I double S A. Do you speak common? Mm. <laughs> it's a pleasure to make your acquaintance, Nissa. Likewise, I'm sure. Well, I see you have a loop there. Mm. You're a very sharp eye, Nissa. Uh, indeed, I am Gideon the Gilded, a traveling troubadour and a musician like yourself. And um, I couldn't help but notice uh, that you have this uh, distinct um, s sound. Um, typical of the gnomes, where, where did you learn uh, your music? Ah, uh, yes, it's been in my family for generations. This, my great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfather was in fact a musician himself. And so we come and pay our respects in his long-forgotten tube. Well, isn't that just lovely? It's an interesting place to have a tomb all by itself here on this hill. Is there some significance of this area? It was once a vast city, a bustling city full of gnomes. All that remains is this one tomb. That's that's amazing. And did your grandfather live in this city? 
Oh, yes. Oh, yes. The Fen Hoops have lived here as long as anyone can remember. So Marshall looks around. And what's it look like? It just look, Does it look like any ruins or anything? No like signs of ruins it. whatsoever. It's just rolling, lush green hills slicked by the grass. There's not a single man-made object anywhere in sight. A city, you say? That's that's amazing. The oh, nature yes. must must be ravaging here to take it over as such. I don't see any signs of a city at all. Ah, it was subsumed in the spell plague. Oh, but this tomb, this tomb protected against being swallowed up by the rift in the weave. And so I come pay my respects and recharge the magic herein. There must be some wow. very powerful magic. And uh, this uh, lament of yours is something that, uh, that powers this uh, music, uh, this magic? Sorry, the what? Uh, Lamaments. Um, what do <laughs> is that? Then not correct. I don't know. Are you speaking common? <laughs> this um, uh, momentum mori song for your uh, great great oh, yes. grandfather. Oh yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, <clears throat> it lightens things, shall we say? And being light is good here, because it stops you from being swallowed up by the magical ground. Were I not playing my flute? Regularly, you, I, this tomb, everything would be swallowed into the ground. Mm. How do you like that? I'll be a most great, uh, most most thankful for your uh, for your efforts. Then, so uh, I must assume that you must be a fellow bard, uh, weaving magic into your into your music. Oh yes, yes, you could say that. I was once quite known in my time, Nissa. The silver fin hoop. Mm-hmm. I can't say that I have, but uh, I'm, I'm sure. In certain circles, circles. Yes, some of the best yeah. circles. Yeah. Where um, do you play? <laughs> sort of leans in and gives. Yeah, you a look. I mean, there, there's something going on right here. Yeah. Um, uh, Gideon is, of course, very, very interested in, in this music. He's not really known. Uh, uh, yeah, no miss music and, and stuff like that is still very new to him. Um, but um, he's also, I mean, there's no not, not no crowd here, so there's not much pressure. But but he's he's measuring this this uh, this part up certainly. And he doesn't want to be outperformed. <laughs> Great. So shall we have a little uh, duet or uh, perhaps uh, exchange some solos? Oh, what a wonderful idea! Um, I think it would be a, a great. Um, uh, great show, great, uh, great science to watch your uh, ancestor. Well, can we make it quick, please? So Kalis does not seem terribly keen <laughs> <All right. laughs> on this bard off. That's about I was going to say bard off. Also, Kalis, I, I understand the haste, but uh, perhaps these songs will help put a little more uh, quick in our step once we depart. All right. He seems a little bit unimpressed. Yeah, Marshall will hand him uh, a skin of wine, if you'll take it. Hey, how'd you like that? I could, uh, I could stand to wet my whistle as well. Oh, well, of course, to keep the performance going, anything. And then he'll <laughs> offer it to him as well. Great, he takes it. How'd you like that? Well... 
Well, shall we? Let us uh, let us start uh, tuning our instruments, shall we? And indeed, uh, Gideon takes out his, his lute for the first time and then and, and starts um, uh, testing it. When just before anything were to start, anyone starts doing anything, um, I want to turn on my eyes of the grave just because he said about the death and stuff like that. I just want to see if I see any like ghosts or anything like that. Any undead anywhere yeah. in the region? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Within 60 feet of me, that's all. Within 60 feet of you, and it doesn't go through stone or earth they need to be yeah i would see them i would tell i would tell them uh as long as it's not behind total cover not behind total or cover yeah, or so. or protected by magic protected by magic okay so just just looking for like free range ghosts i guess ghosts. <laughs> the best kind really yeah. <laughs> yeah. all organic grain fed yes all right so your eyes go beetle black and you are scanning the region for the undead well then should we start off with a simple little tune, something easy, so you can kind of ease your way in? Gnomish music is, you know, pretty complicated. Mm-hmm. Indeed, uh, I, I think, uh, um, yeah, we should do a warm-up at least. Oh, yeah, a little warm-up, little something. Here, see if you can keep up with this one. And he begins strumming a reasonably complicated tune, but one that you feel like you have a pretty good chance of keeping up with. Go ahead and give me your give me your performance check. Make sure you <laughs> follow the harmonic progression here. Let's see D D Bard Hero. You know. <laughs> Bard, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh it's twenty four. Twenty four. All right. That's gonna be your first success. Um starting and, up slow. Uh, as the two of you um blend together uh, you managed to do quite well, essentially accompanying him on this one as he's kind of soloing and jamming out on the flute. Um, and then in kind of jazz style, he sort of spins it around and turns it over to you, expecting you to kind of perform a solo at this point. So mm-hmm. go ahead and give me another performance check and uh, describe what you're describe what you're doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fancy fingers on the lute. <laughs> Um, so that's 25. Um, good. So Gideon's going to be like, uh, well, uh, let's uh, set the tempo a little bit higher, shall we? All right. If, yeah. A couple successes. He's, he's getting impressed, but he's uh, uh, he's starting to sweat a little bit. So he's he's uh, running out his uh, his next performance. And he, he just pulls out all the stops at this point. And the flute is just going nuts. As it does... Um, Marshall and um, uh, Sir Caleb, you're going to need to give me a strength check. Oh, wait. I hope I roll high. I didn't roll high. <laughs> uh, that would be an eight minus one. Ooh, both you and Sir Caleb start floating. <laughs> you are now uh, three feet off the ground, about a meter off the ground, uh, from foot to ground. You are just gently floating up into the rain that falls from above. Go ahead and give me that third performance check. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's not alarmed yet. Um, no, it's just a little floating. Yeah, 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 indeed. Gentle yeah. Gentle perhaps, it, perhaps it's a bit of a twitch from, from the norm, like, because he's getting uh, nervous. Yeah, uh, so, <laughs> oh, yeah, real good this time. Um, 
Oh, all those other rules were not good rules. Yeah, I know. No, like 11. That was my level. <laughs> Anything under 30 at this point for performance, Gideon considers a failure, you know, such a perfectionist. Yeah. So, so I got a, an 18 plus 13. So what is that, 31? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm crescendoing at this point. Just, that yeah. is enough. All right. And the fury of your... Um, brilliant battle. music making your battle off uh, <laughs> the gnome um, finally just can't keep up uh, and he kind of falls back and sort of collapses and the, the the flute goes off to one side and makes a kind of wheezing sound as he um, collapses um, and now you can give me a D100 Randy mm-hmm. um uh, yeah. Uh, so that's that, that's two D10s basically after all. Yeah, one for the tens place, one for yeah. the ones place. Exactly right. Um. So, uh, what is that? Eleven. Eleven. <laughs> and give me a D10. Five. Five. <laughs> oh, perfect. Uh, you, as contrasted with Gideon and Caleth, suddenly feel heavier. You feel heavier as though there's a weight on your shoulders, a weight pushing you down. And you shrink by five inches. You are now five inches shorter than what your previous half-elf stature <laughs> was. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you see this no mind to eye. <laughs> he st- he stands up and he he looks at you, not quite eye to eye, but not far <laughs> off. And he says, "Well, how do you like that? That was amazing. Seriously, wow. Oh gosh. Oh wow. Those guys need to come down. What are they doing up there? Uh, so go ahead and give me a give me a." strength acrobatics uh, as you guys need to try to kind of swim your way down or otherwise propel yourselves downward. Kalith manages, uh, aided have... by being in full plate armor. That's true. Well, Marshall's like getting his shield and trying to like use his shield as a, a fan <laughs> down. Uh, I rolled a Scooping 16. 16 is enough, and you manage to place your feet firmly back on the damp and mossy ground. The rain is pattering away at your shield. I say, chaps, that performance literally lifted me off the ground. (laughs) And it's very weird to have that perspective, because I swear up there, Gideon, you look a lot smaller from up there. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering is this some kind of uh, attempt to belittle me, uh, Mr. Mr. Nessa? No, 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 nothing to do with me, I'm afraid. This is the land. This is what it does. It tries to pull you down, so you have to keep lifting up. And if you don't lift up, you'll be swallowed away. Mm. That's an interesting explanation. Um, I was thinking perhaps something more simple. Perhaps uh, your your instrument could be a bit of out of, out of tune. Perhaps you should uh, consider going back to bat school, uh, getting your magic a bit uh, sharpened. <clears throat> well, I have never been so insulted in all my life. I did all not I have to, to say insult to you, sir, you. Is, is, 
Marshall, give me a d20. <laughs> I did not mean to insult you. 17. It's just a friendly um, idea. Sir, your tongue outvenoms that of a green dragon. I will not stand for this, sir. I will not stand here and have the music of my ancestors insulted, sir. I will not. I will not. I challenge you to a second bard off. Well, one cannot uh, um, decline a, and a, of a proper challenge. Oh, Winner dear. takes all this time. Winner takes all. Well, I mean, for for the for the honor of your ancestor and uh, to to give them a a, a big finale, uh, I accept. Right. <sighs> he starts. Okay. Breathing uh, heavily. Before he does that, I can Marshall like Marshall like rolling his eyes a little like, oh dear. Now Marshall <laughs> thinks we're wasting time. Master Dwarf, mm-hmm. if you do if you don't mind, and then he ties a, a rope around the dwarf and then a rope <laughs> around himself. And I don't know, do I have a spike maybe? <laughs> yeah, you can jam some pitons into it. Yeah, I would like to really quickly just rock. use my mace to hit it then in there to tie us down. <laughs> Taking yourself down to the hill. Okay. All right. That might be a bit good precaution. I think it might get a bit uh, wild around here. One song, winner takes all. This is it. Ready? Me first. Well, if you say winner takes all, what are the stakes? Should we play some bets? <sighs> bets. Bets. First you insult me. Now, what a gamble. What a gamble here on the same. It's just a, friend, a, fr- a friendly gamble. Is, is that just but the game? Is it not? We're just uh, playing. Fine, I can handle it. I can handle it. Not a problem. It's fine. It's, I can handle it. 500 gold pieces! Gideon does not have 500 gold pieces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have much gold at all, actually. Oh, man. And he doesn't have any magical items or anything. <laughs> yes, you probably have to sort this out a bit more. So Marshall, Marshall, just, Marshall just sitting there, acting like he's... Obviously, it's only two other people that he's like, play for your instruments! Ooh. <laughs> 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 yeah. Gideon looks back uh, first. Um, I'm not sure that would be a fair bet. I must, um, let me uh, let me just say. I mean, this loot uh, is of uh, is made in the Feywild of Elven Make. It must be uh, worth uh, quite a fair amount. And uh, while he's elven playing elven, a simple Elven loot, I've heard all the Elven stuff. I can stand. Let's play for our instruments. Uh, I would only consider that fair if you would. Uh, Puts those 500 gold on top of that uh, wooden loot of yours. This is the magic flute of my ancestors. This flute is worth far more than 500 petty gold pieces. Very well, very well. I'll take that back. Uh, please take, uh, accept my apologies and uh, please let us uh, proceed with the challenge. All right. He feels confident, so uh, <laughs> he's fine. To be fair, Marshall feels confident in your ability too, and he's he's, <laughs> he's a little upset that Gideon's kind of a sore winner. But <laughs> all right, and now <laughs> Nissa Fenhoop pulls out his very best tune, the tune of his ancestors, the tune of his people. 
<laughs> and it's okay. It's all right. It's it's an okay tune. It's a nice gnomish tune. Starting up. Yeah. And uh, you're starting to tune up and get ready. But uh, as at just as he concludes the climax of his tune, um, Mario, give me a D100. <laughs> this is wonderful. <laughs> Uh, 43. And just as he concludes his tune, he blinks out of existence as part of his grand finale. And you see him about 20 feet away uh, down the hill, smiling and waving at you. And then he blinks again and blinks back to the spot he stood upon before. Teleporting is his way of finishing the tune. All right, Gideon the Gilded, you are up for one magic flute. Yeah. Marshall gave, the, uh, gave a good clapping. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, sir. Thank well. you. Bit you more are a connoisseur of fine music, no doubt. <laughs> well, two can play that game. Hey, natural 20. Oh. Nice. <laughs> and I was going to say... Um, Gideon is also going to start weaving magic into his own uh, song now. So upon seeing um, uh, the, the gnome teleport, how far did he teleport down? Uh, 20 feet down, down the hill, and then back the, again. Yeah. Um, well, tw- Gideon is going to tw- uh, teleport uh, with Dimension Door uh, 50 feet off. <laughs> Not really sure what that's going to be. <laughs> and uh, continue playing and then eventually cast the Dimension Door a second time uh, and just teleport back. Uh, right. He's play, playing this amazing music, and and he's he's now he's returning to more to his roots. Basically, he's um, playing a tune that he learned in in the Feywild, which is very is absolutely a very intricate and and captivating, an intricate and captivating Feywild tune. All right, and Marshall and uh, Sir Kaleth, you guys are just hanging on to the ropes and each other and the spikes <laughs> in the ground as. Uh, the as the place resounds with this gorgeous music, and finally you come to your finale and teleport back to the spot where you were, and you hear Nissa say, "Well, how do you like that?" <laughs> um, oh, um, how about the five hundred gold pieces? Just saying, instead of the flute, or do you want the? If you want the flute, a bet's a bet. He holds out the flute and hangs his head in shame. Mm. Uh, as a player, I'm kind of conflicted now. I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what would Gideon do? Yeah, yeah that's the question. I mean, <laughs> I, I would absolutely love a magical uh, instrument. Um, all Marshall will do. I mean, Marshall's not going to try to sway this. A bet's a bet, but at the same time, it's it's Gideon's decision. Our all Marshall will do is just just give a nice little calm, just a little simple Gideon, like letting him know that it's completely and totally a choice that Gideon has to make. Oh man, now I got the pastor uh, looking over my shoulder now. God damn. Hey, adventure with a cleric or a paladin, you're always going to get a little bit of a glance. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't think Gideon is the bigger man. <laughs> a bit is a bit. <laughs> so Gideon is just going to 
do a, do a deep bow and and say uh, mm. an instrument is uh, is very precious to to the musician um how about a trade how about uh, you give me your your flute and i give you my lute instead what what, what, what? that wow. amazing elven lute no way for reals you would do that for me I, you were out here playing music for for your ancestors. I do not feel like uh, it would be appropriate for me to, um, yeah, put a damper on the on the on the atmosphere around here in the modern app. He starts crying, <laughs> and he wraps his oh, no. stubby <laughs> arms around your waist. For now, you are not that much taller than he. Oh man! <laughs> uh, and he begins sniffling. <laughs> Please, please. Thank you. And you can feel a little bit of snot getting mm-hmm. onto your tunic as his nose begins to run and he grabs you even tighter. Um, he then reaches for the lute and hands you his flute and holds it up and says, I'll practice every day. I promise, Papa Fenhoop, I will become as good at this as I was at the flute. <laughs> That's awesome. Marshall just gets up and does the slow. <laughs> Kitty also starts clapping. Yeah. What a wonderful performance of magic and music. Yes, yes, I'm, I'll tie you, Caleb. Give me one second here. <laughs> a wonderful Sick. performance of magic and not only that, of sportsmanship and honor. Gentlemen, I am honored to have been witness to that a concert for the hills and us too and i am very very happy to have been a part of that thank you so very very much well, thank you both of you have been a wonderful audience <laughs> honestly i wouldn't have sat through that if i was not tied down <laughs> <laughs> all right master dwarf Dwarf appreciation of music is uh, <laughs> at least Sir Kalis is not, uh, not yeah. quite up to your same standards. Okay, you now have a magic flute, um, Gideon. <laughs> this flute will allow you to cast the spell Levitate mm-hmm. on up to six creatures. Holy cow! <laughs> once per day. Nice. Oh, I'm, I'm do they so have glad. to? Do they have to? Uh, I guess it's a spell check. And the levitated spirit, yeah. 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 I, 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 I mean, as a player, I, I, I was absolutely... That magical instrument was at the top of my list, really, it was. Uh, and, and luckily, uh, Gideon's also proficient with flute, so uh, it's nice. it fun. There you it's go. And, and Nissa is on his way to becoming proficient with flute. <laughs> so there you are. Yeah. All right. Gideon, Gideon and the silver lute. Uh, wooden lute, but, but Nissa the silver gave it to you. Excellent. All right. <laughs> well done. And uh, yeah, Sir Sir Kalith is yeah. looking particularly grumpy at this point, and he just <laughs> drops his visor <laughs> down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sort right. of. He tries to stomp off, but yeah. it's still a zone of low gravity, and so he kind of bounce. <laughs> <laughs> bouncing down like the hill. Bouncing. He looks like an astronaut. Yeah. Yes, exactly right. Uh, yeah, we should return to the road, but uh, uh, thank you, Nessa, for uh, for this uh, for sharing for this uh, musical orchestra. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> a gentleman, a gentleman, and a fine musician. I shall. 
I shall endeavor to learn a small fraction of what you have taught me here today. To honor my ancestors and the great city that was once here. <laughs> Good luck, travelers. And well met. <laughs> Good luck well to you met, too. Good, sir. Yes. I might have uh, learned a few things from you as well. I, uh, I, I thank you. Very good, uh, no. I thank you too, sir. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm thinking that was an excellent scene. I'm wondering if actually we should call it there for the evening. Let's, can little, I do one thing really quick? Little one little yes, yes, please, Marshall. Yes. We're walking away. Mm. I will say this is that Gideon, you showed a very, very good, that was a very good thing you did, a very honorable thing. And while you might have uh, come out on top, you didn't know that. And you're willing to sacrifice it all for your art and all for your your music. And that's very noble. Well, I am but a servant of the arts and a slave to beauty. And that was indeed a very beautiful pr performance that uh, we made. And uh, I am sure if I, if I ask that uh, I may be able to procure an another loot from the favor. Well, that's, that's fantastic. Still admirable. And, and for that sacrifice, let me show you what that what kind of sacrifice can be rewarded as well too. And then Marshall's gonna pull out one of his dusted diamonds that he has and he's gonna put it in his hand and he's gonna say the words, let's take care of your uh, little problem here. And I'm gonna <laughs> cast a greater restoration on him. Hey. Restoration. And you 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 notice it's like a camera panning up. You just notice <laughs> that suddenly you feel like you're five inches higher in your perspective on the world, um, as though you had a little lesson in being the little people for a little while, but are now back to full-sized, full-sized. Oh, thank Gideon. you, thank you, yes. thank you so much. <laughs> Everybody seems to be in a spirit of giving. This is quite the infectious. Christmas in spring <laughs> in the Deseran Hills. There you go. Great. All right. Well, I think why don't we why don't we wrap it there? I think it, that's just a. Perfect, it doesn't get better than that. It doesn't get better <laughs> really, than that. Really, really. that's kind of a perfect perfect <laughs> ending place. Yeah. Um, totally random. No one had any idea what was going to happen. Um, the first roll on the over overland travel. You know, we just it was basically turn it over to the player, and you know, Gideon heard something, music, and we were off. We were off from that point on. Um, what turned into a little mini bard battle, some skill checks, banter. Um, I thought it was great. I thought that was incredibly well played and a great example, too, of how um, basically we're all players in this together, right? You know, that, that you guys, you know, pitch in just as much as the DM to, to carry a story and, and, and have fun, basically. So I, I loved Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I don't know. What did you guys think? It was great. I loved it. All. I mean, I always, this is one of my favorite things to do. It's just because as long as you can just go with it, it's got a little bit of the improv rules with it and, and right. trying to right. support the other people and push out stuff right. that might work. Even if it doesn't come around, just throw stuff out there, see what comes around. Um, am I mistaken? But did you actually even, did we even roll the insult, Robert? Did you have the we rolled insult the insult. Yes, we rolled the exact <laughs> insult. And it was the perfect insult. <laughs> Uh, uh, 17, your tongue outvenoms that of a green dragon. Yeah. <laughs> and that's exactly, oh, really? you know, he was, you know, he was digging. He was getting, was getting in a little, you know, one musician to another, man. This guy's going to be touchy. That was, that yeah. was the ultimate. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yes, we even rolled the insult. We rolled the insult. He had it. He had his catchphrase. 
um, you know, most of this was was pretty much pretty much role based. We rolled his race, you know, to figure out what race he was. Yeah, basically came up with a, a role for for the music, the type of music that we were hearing. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that's basically. right. We rolled up the type of music, and I went, you know, what well, what race? And we just kind of went with common races of adventurers. I have a table for that. <laughs> um, and and yeah, then and then it was a low gravity zone. I just went, you know, there's got to be something magical about this. We had a low gravity zone. Um, which was perfect, and then these lights in the sky, and then it was an uh, an undiscovered or an unknown tomb. So suddenly you got a gnome playing a flute on a tomb. We got to figure out how that happened. Yeah, why? <laughs> yeah, I think when we came into that scene, I mean, like like I said, it's a sight you don't see every day. It was immediately like captivating, like like what is going on here, and I want to know more. Yeah, well, I wanted to know more too, right? <laughs> I had no clue what was going to happen after but that. But it's it's good because, like, it even if you had not told anyone you're rolling this out, coming into a like a Dell with with low gravity lights in the sky and a gnome playing a flute on top of a, a tomb, that sounds something like you would have prepared. Yeah, that sounds like something like oh, I'm, yeah. this is what I'm going to do. Oh yeah, this this city. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I got his gnome moment. named Nissa, and I got his whole backstory, yeah. and his whole family in the city and stuff. And it used to be sinking, but now it's levitating. Yeah, that didn't exist uh, <laughs> sixty minutes ago, or forty-five even minutes ago. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, this is to me, this is the fun of of uh, spontaneous D and D. You know, just just going for it. And when you've got when you've got you know the, the camaraderie and the crew that's up for it and, and wants to encourage each other along and telling the story, I it can come together. It can be tons of fun. So, um, yeah, we may do this again. I think we'll probably next week I'll be up for a full, a full one shot. Um, uh, let's say, assuming that the, the world is a nicer place next week, but whether or not it is, our world will be a nicer place here in D and D land. If you enjoyed this, um, if you want to see more of the one shots and also the, just the spontaneous play adventures that we do, be sure to, to subscribe. Um, and from me, from all of us, thanks for, thanks for checking this out and we'll see you next time. 